This episode is sponsored by Overcost, a better podcast app than whatever you're using right now, unless it's Overcost. Get Overcost for free on the App Store. Haru, scientists! It is I, Dottore Belordo, host of America's only science podcast. We're sticking with that. Blaster podcast! I have a few squishy chunks of nudes before I unleash today's episode of Muffed Movies Upon Ye. Articule Uno. Everybody, mush your hands together for our newest Patreon patron, A.R. Foitswaggle! Welcome to the club, AR. I think you'll find it a pleasant enough community, provided that you sucker bunch the toughest patron on your first day. Otherwise, they'll mistake your politeness for weakness and flay you within an inch of your seed haunches. This concludes the shard out. Thing number two! My idiot roommate noticed that we're losing Patreon patrons faster than a centipede loses socks at a public laundromat. And we understand. Times is tough. Money is toit. And why pray for the cow when you can milk yourself for free? Well, I want you to know that if you're listening to this, I appreciate you. There's a lot of obnoxious nerds you can listen to on Apple Podcasts, and it means a great deal that you continue to listen to this one. Keep up the good orc. Sick Semper Tyrannus. And now, enjoy my idiot room at Mark and his comedy parasite Andy in another riveting episode of Muffed Movies! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Blaster Podcast Presents Muffed Movies! I'm Mark Solo. And I'm Andrew Norris. And here we are to have a good time with y'all. Now we're just kidding. I'm the Mark Soloff. <laughs> I'm Mark Soloff too, though. God fucking damn it, All right, Andy. take it from one, two, okay. three. Hi, I'm Andy Norris. I'm... Welcome to Blaster Pod. Fucking take nope. it again. Shit. <laughs> Shit. And two, one. Hi. I'm here to introduce the show. Let's do muff movies. It is time to go. Bum, bum, bum. Don't fuck it up. Why are you glaring at me? Do we want to do uh, any banter, or should we just jump right into it? Hi, I'm Amy Banter. Aliens, the movie. It is a time of corporate greed in the universe. The Whalen yutani Corporation owns pretty much everything and makes the rules on Earth. But one heroic captain... The beleaguered Ellen Ripley, who fought off a strange and deadly xenomorph, now floats in her abandoned space shuttle in the cryo-sleep that she engaged in 57 years ago. Will there be a bright future for Ripley, or will she encounter even more aliens? Wow, 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 wow. Smash wipe! The exterior of, not the Nostromo, we remember what happened to that, or do we? Flashback. (laughs) Well, that alien is nothing more than a fake alien that I made. It's me, the king of pranks. What? Parker, the engineer, the self-styled king of pranks? I'm Ellen Ripley. What are you (laughs) telling? The the thing that I thought slaughtered our crew is actually not an alien at all? (laughs) Ha ha ha. Probably the best prank ever, wouldn't you agree, Ellen Ripley? Yeah, you got me. Now, the modern day. But what has happened to the Nostromo? All we see is a lonesome escape pod hovering in the midst of space. The escape pod Narcissus, they named it, floats desolately. They named the escape pod? Yeah. The escape shuttle is called Narcissus. We had this conversation in the Alien episode. Uh, that's a little callback. That's what we call in the improv biz a callback mark. What's a callback mark? Oh, boy. Uh, the <laughs> space shuttle floats like an abandoned derelict craft. Inside, we see the cryotube of Sigourney Weavner, uh, Ellen Ripley, and everything in there is covered with a cold condensation. She's as cold as ice. She's willing to sacrifice our love. Hey, hang on. I think there's a broad in this one. Hey, fellas, get over here. Oh, sheesh. <laughs> All right, now I get to talk to a foist. The space whalers put, <laughs> press their faces up against the portholes of their larger spaceship, and they see Ripley's uh, 
intoxicatingly alluring space shuttle just mosey on past their manful craft. They launch a tow cable into the side of the shuttle, and soon they are torching through the hull to get up in there. We see from inside the shuttle the red-hot flame... Sigourney Weaver. Wow! Oh, fellas, a little fan service for you. Hello! Mm, little fan service. <laughs> we see Boba Fett. Uh, on the 58th year of his journey, float past the portal. <laughs> yeah, remember, Boba Fett was tailing that craft. Do you guys remember Boba Fett? Do you remember the time <laughs> when we fell in love? Remember Michael Jackson? Not a bad musician, guys. Go check him out. <laughs> uh, today's recommendations, a little fella I found on Spotify. His name's Michael Jackson, and I think this one's going to be big. Up next, eight hours of peyote music. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> yeah, uh, the old uh, salvagers kick down the hole they have cut right into the side of the shuttle. Oh, good morrow, uh, my lady. Uh, <laughs> uh, welcome uh, to the um, the salvage ship uh, gateway station. Hey, Beezus, she's asleep. Let's take her to a space hospital. Uh, yeah, I obviously knew that. I was just practicing. Oh. You want to go kiss this peach with me? Yeah! <laughs> the they two high space whalers <laughs> high-five and elbow each other out of the room, <laughs> getting stuck only briefly in the doorframe. Clink! <laughs> <laughs> Smash cut. The orbital hospital on board the Gateway Station. Woot woot! Gateway Station is an advanced futuristic space station orbiting around the planet Yarth. What do the doors sound like? Because I need to know that in advance. Yeah. <laughs> really? It's bioelectrical. Oh, boy. Yeah. It all runs off of soybeans. Hi, I'm soybeans. <laughs> that means I'm beans in Spanish. Uh, yeah, thanks, uh, soybeans. Uh, can I see the patient? Can you open the door for me, please? Sure, hold on. Let me concentrate. Yeah. <laughs> it's about half. Can you open it a little bit more? Yep, 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 yep. Oh, that's quite enough. That's enough. I'm okay. working as hard as I can. <laughs> <laughs> the unctuous Carter Burke drags himself through the three quarters open sphincter, clutching an orange cat <laughs> to his chest. He clambers into the sick bay. Whoa. You guys remember who this is? It's like 20 year old Paul Reiser from Mad About You, everyone's Ooh. favorite. <laughs> Right? Aren't they re I think they're rebooting Mad About You. Is it called uh Finally Accepted You? <laughs> Wait. Cause like oh I thought he was angry about her. Do we need to dive down into this? Because Deep dive. Do you think that Welcome to the Madcast? <laughs> Welcome to a podcast but then a podcast. This is the Mad About You fan cast. I'm Mandy North. I'm Mandy Morth. Oh no. <laughs> and we're out. Okay, Ooh, that uh, was tap, close. Tap, 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 tap. <clears throat> Hello, wake up. Oh, oh, alien. What? Oh, oh, geez. I feel like, <laughs> what a Monday. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hi, I'm, <clears throat> oh, I'm Ellen Ripley. I just had the worst nightmare that I was on board a, a space pod for years and years, just not fully asleep, but not fully awake. It was like that Metallica song, One. Darkness imprisoning me, all that I see, absolute horror. Wow. What a bunch of dated-ass references. (laughs) Ellen Ripley, it's 57 years in the future. Nobody knows who Metallica is anymore. (laughs) Ripley spits out like her unswallowed 57 years of saliva that built up in her mouth. (laughs) Straight onto Burke's uh, expensive synthesized alligator shoes. Oh, wow. Oh, geez. Oh, gosh. Alligators are extinct. (laughs) Okay. Well... That's all right. It's not a big deal. Anyway, listen, uh, Ellen, I brought you this, uh, your cat. You recognize this little fella? <gasps> Jonesy, you piece of shit fuckwad Jonesy. <laughs> what she says, like, she's, I mean, she doesn't say that, but she's, like, really verbally abusive toward the cat. She's probably had a lot of nightmares about that cat in 47 years. Uh, she had to, like, chase down, oh, hey, remember when we did Muff Movies Alien and she actually snapped Jones's neck? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> If Jones the cat Wait a minute, this isn't Jones. I killed Jones 57 years ago to get the access key out of its butthole. Yes, Ellen. 
I think you'll find that many things have changed. <laughs> the, the, the shadowy apparition of the station necromancer <laughs> uh, disappears into the ceiling above her. Oh, uh, yeah, that's just the boss. Don't pay too much attention to him. <laughs> Listen, do you want to come upstairs for just a quick uh, debrief with your old uh, pal Jonesy and that uh, thing coming out of your chest? What? Oh! <laughs> Suddenly, uh, everything slows down and horror music plays as Ellen Ripley bulges forth from the chest and an alien xenomorph burster rips out of her old... What, Mark? What part of the female anatomy does it rip out of? Her tummy. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I couldn't I think... I don't know why you were so hesitant I to was say trying stomach. to think of something that rhymed with burster. <laughs> Nothing. She bursts out from the Gershwin's out. It it chest bursts from the rest of first. No. Boy, I'm really losing, losing it. We're not as young as we once were. We can't be... We can't be good anymore. We can't goof the way we could when we was 20. You know, I could goof two, three times a night back then. <laughs> now I'm lucky if I get one play on Woids in a week. Hey! Hey, baby, you ever goofed with a guy this big? <laughs> That's what the chestburster says when it turns and looks at Ripley. <laughs> Hello, I'm a metaphor for the horror of childbirth. Oh, she says, looking at it with fresh eyes. <laughs> Responsibility! <laughs> Ellen S- snaps out of it from the claps out of it. Pretty good. Okay, we're getting it back. We do <laughs> our to get back in this <laughs> I shouldn't have not eaten dinner and then drank. See, always make an excuse about how drunk you are. Because then if you're not funny, people will at least think you're interesting. Really? I'm interesting enough to drink and do a podcast. What I like to do is drink a ton before I leave the house. So then even if I'm not interesting, I don't know it. <laughs> and you think you're really funny with everything you say. Right. Hey, baby, you want to yoik me off? That's Swedish. Yoik me off? Yeah. That would bring down an avalanche if you yoik somebody off. You got to be careful. Because your cock is snow? No. Okay. (laughs) Smash wipe. The same room, but this time Ellen Ripley is awake. Oh, I guess I must have dreamed about that unctuous corporate stooge but wait jonesy she looks at the curled up little kitty cat mm, it sounds like a terrible dream oh, who are you it's me carter burke i'm glad to see you're finally awake i've been observing you in your cryo sleep with my cryo deep dive carter burke you know i i very strangely, you look like a 20-something Paul Reiser, but you sound like an old, toothless Southern gentleman. What an incredible thing to say. <laughs> Paul Reiser's been dead these many years, but um, the South has um, risen again. And speaking of things that have risen again, uh, Miss Ripley, uh, let me just say that I'm very pleased that you have finally decided to rise like so many other things. You know what? Keep it to yourself, Burke. Is there... <laughs> Anything I could do to, like, get out of this hospital early? I don't know. Get back up on my feet, get an apartment, something. Ooh, How do I get my life back? Uh, let me just finish rubbing my hands together. It'll just be <laughs> another eight to nine minutes, and then we're going to go up and talk to the, you know, the brass. They want to grill you. They want to get deep inside that brain of yours and see exactly what caused you to murder all your crewmates necessarily. Huh? Ripley looks up from her cell phone. <laughs> Smash wipe. A, a, a court, like a courtroom, not a courtroom. A conference room. A conference room. It's time for an inquest. <laughs> this, you know, uh, reading about aliens, doing my little research, I learned what an inquest was. Did you, what is an inquest? Um, an inquest is like if there was like a wrongful death or destruction of something, it's like basically an inquisition it's like you the person who is the suspect of wrongdoing has to like answer questions to an an authority a board of authority morty (laughs) remember ricky morty what makes that different from just uh i'm gonna ask some in-depth questions so that you can answer while i eat this pocky what makes that difference from just a normal interrogation which would involve like one cop Interrogation, one to two cops. One is good, one is bad. Right. Inquest, 
boardroom full of disinterested suits. That doesn't sound very dramatically interesting. Also, to make it a little more uh, relevant to the fans, they have uh, the faces and fake data scrolling up in green writing on the walls of the expired crew members of the Nostromo. We see all our favorites, Lambert, Parker, Captain Dallas, Toad. (laughs) The dirt shark. (laughs) The old dirt shark. The leader of the ducks. <laughs> Several necromancers. Some <laughs> characters from other properties. <laughs> Harry Potter. I mm, drink a Malfoy. <laughs> <laughs> can we make it? Because um, I feel like it's more dramatically interesting to do the good cop, bad cop. So can we make it that half of the Inquisition is good cops and half of them is bad cops? Yeah, but I mean, we've already. We need to. We must, like, be truthful. We must adhere to the pact that we've made with the audience. Mm hmm. Ripley. Man. <laughs> the most boor- <laughs> the most boring eight <laughs> bit game. I agreed that I would <laughs> never eat another ghost. Sign here. You can jiggle that joystick all you want, but I'm not moving. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, Pact Man, like really boring game, but great audio for an eight bit game. In Incredible. I listened to that 56-minute monologue coming out of that uh, over and over again, and I won a Tony in 1987. Whoa. A Tony Danza? That's right. Anyway, uh, yes, Ripley suspiciously eyes the room of suits, and it seems maybe she's hallucinating, still weak from the hypersleep, but it seems as though half of the conference table are phasing into each other, merging into (laughs) one mean-looking businessman, and the other half are phasing into each other, merging into one pleasant-looking business lady. Ellen, we just have a few questions for you. I understand this is a very stressful time for you. Um, So, first of all, can I get you any coffee? No, I don't need coffee. I've been through a huge ordeal. I, I don't... I need a psychiatrist or something. I've seen people die. Yeah, we'll absolutely get you a psychiatrist. But uh, before we do that, just me and my uh, associates would like to ask you a couple of questions about what exactly happened to the fucking spaceship that you were in charge of, bitch. All right now. All right now. (laughs) Lindsay, let's... uh... No, I'm (laughs) sick and tired of this. Who's thinking she can get away with blowing up company property? Oh, okay, okay. We're all uh, employees of the same company here. Let's uh, <laughs> uh, let's chill out. I'm going to chew up and shit out her insides. I swear to God, if he don't start answering questions right now. Mr. Brown <laughs> looks down at his name plaque, which says bad cop, <laughs> and scratches bad out of the <laughs> Mr. Brown looks down. Was my favorite uh, children's book. Was my favorite pornographic book. Come on. Except he wasn't looking down. He was cooking down. Now, Alan. Math. <laughs> I'm sorry for using gendered language, but if you could just answer the fucking questions. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, I was so distracted by... <laughs> first of all, I could have sworn there were more people in this conference room to start in. Then There's you... eight of us. Huh. You had a real Jekyll and Hyde transformation there, <laughs> Lindsay. Um, so, uh, question, uh, you wanted to know what happened to my ship? Y- yes. You, when you set out, you had an old, beat-up Nostromo, uh, version 3.2. And when you came back, we found you in a, um, an escape, an escape pod. Mm-hmm. Don't fucking ever interrupt me again. <laughs> uh, I swear to God, I will melt this table with my bodily fluids. Look, Ripley, just fucking play ball. Okay? <laughs> it's too late. I swear, I'm going to come start crawling oh, shit, across this table. When she starts <laughs> blinking like that, she's ready to do her super move. Okay. <laughs> okay, look, lady. I have been through hell and back. I... Saw Did somebody say my name? It's me, the secretary, Helen Back. Yeah, Helen, get in here. Yep. Oh, I forgot we're having the Inquisition now. There's none of us in here, aren't there? Mr. Brown sexually harasses <laughs> Helen because he's an 80s businessman. Oh, no, thank you. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it's the 80s. <laughs> anyway. Uh, hey, look, guys. 
I was on board that ship, yeah, and I blew it the fuck up because there was an alien on board. It killed my crew. It had acid for blood. It impregnated Cain and ripped out of his belly, and so I had to kill it. And what would you say about this uh, security footage that we found? That, um, where all of your crew members pop out and say that that was all a big joke? What would you say about that, Miss Ripley? Are all of your memories just, uh, randomly disappeared? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ripley looks out of the side of her eye at Lindsay, who is sort of melting and reforming <laughs> into different faces, like that suit from a scanner darkly <laughs> Lindsay reaches up and adjusts part of her face that started to droop off of her skull excuse me <laughs> uh, um yeah i don't know what footage you saw but videos can be altered we all know that huh anyway <laughs> you're not going to find any evidence of an alien anywhere because i blew it out the goddamn airlock can i go now <laughs> Half of the conference table pulls out axes from underneath the... Sing, uh, sing, 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 sing. <laughs> Smash wipe! Yep. Interior. Ripley's tiny, shitty apartment. Ripley places one hand on the far wall of her apartment and th- her back on the other wall of the apartment. She looks up and bonks her head on the incredibly low ceiling. It's basically a dog crate. Oh boy, where am I? Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> bing bong, bing bong. Uh, hello, who's there? Uh, hey, Ripley. Um, hello, Ripley. Hello, Ripley. Mr. Burke. How many the people young... are out there? Who's <laughs> just uh, two, me and Lieutenant Gorman. Uh, I'm a young businessman, as you know. Please let us in. Hi, it's me, Lieutenant Gorman. Oh, boy. Is knock, that the, knock. That's the voice you got there. Gorman. I don't know how long am I planning to be around for. Going to be around for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> well. Going to be issuing a lot of commands. We'll see what happens. Perhaps this is just the way my voice sounds when amplified through an old. You know what? I'll let you in. <laughs> Hello, Ripley. Oh, hello. (laughs) (laughs) Ripley opens the door, and she sees uh, the well-dressed businessman, uh, Burke, standing next to a young and a little bit overly formal lieutenant of the Space Marine Corps. (laughs) Sorry for being overly formal through that intercom, Ripley. Do you mind if we come in and have a seat? Uh, Yeah, hold on. (laughs) Ripley walks two paces to the back of her apartment. She pulls out like a space efficient closet and brings two lawn chairs out. <laughs> You'll have to kind of sit in the hall, I guess. <laughs> no problem whatsoever. They uh, they sit in the hall and look in at her. Now, Miss um, Ripley, I don't think it's a surprise to anyone to say that your interview didn't go particularly well earlier today. No, I'm, I'm actually, I feel lucky I got out with my skin after the axes started swinging. Mm, feel lucky, get lucky, that's what I always say. Don't understand. Now listen, uh, I, there is a chance for you to redeem yourself, not in my eyes, because in my eyes you are already a redemptive angel. But uh, the colonial marines... Mm, uh, have some misgivings about your loyalty to the company. Look, uh, thanks for calling me an angel. I don't need to redeem myself to anybody. Ooh, let me pick up my tongue off the floor <laughs> there. I'm so sorry. What were you saying? Um, uh, Ripley, I know you used to be a pilot. Hi, Lieutenant Gorman here. Uh, uh yes, I heard you, Lieutenant Gorman. I'm Lieutenant Gorman. Remember LV-426? Uh, no, I can't say I do. Really? <laughs> that one came with a prize. <laughs> uh, no, is LV426 something that's supposed to be familiar to me? Lieutenant Gorman pulls out a poster and unfurls it. <laughs> it says LV426, your first and last vacation destination, and it shows a barren wasteland of a planet. Hi. 
What's this? What's this now? It's me, Baron Wasteland. What? Why don't you come to LV426? We got plenty of things. We got a water slide. <laughs> now don't listen to that poster. It's an old piece of propaganda. I'm a hologram poster. Now listen. Yeah, oh, who- Mr. DNA, where did you come from? From your blood. Come to LV426. Okay. <laughs> now let me just pull the batteries out of this poster. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, just keep those in my back pocket. I'm running low on batteries, but I'll tell you two more things about LV426 before I run out of juice. What do you got for me, old buddy? All right, number one, since I pimped myself into this situation, (laughs) is that we got free jet skis that you can rent. And also number two is a chestburster alien might set up shop inside your old torso. Anyway, I've overstayed my welcome. I know when I'm not wanted. You gentlemen take it from here. So uh, that was a propaganda poster uh, from 15 years ago, uh, Ripley, um, encouraging people to move to LV426. There's a uh, mining colony on it now. Uh, strangely enough, these posters have been incredibly sexful. <laughs> Sorry. Um, mm, Heath Rat, I, I trained him. He knows everything he learned from me. Gorman punches himself in the <laughs> balls real quick. I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. Um, <clears throat> what I'm trying to say, Ellen, is we've lost contact with LV426. Well, I fail to see what this has to do with me. I'm a, I'm a grunt. I'm a, a, a salvage. <laughs> Be quiet, Tim Allen. <laughs> I, I, I'm in charge of salvage operations. That's all I do. I carry freight. Listen, uh, Ellen, uh, you, while the company might think that you are some sort of a moisturizer, I know that you are uh, sore an alien. <laughs> and I, if, the, if this colony did go dark because of alien interference, I'd like you on board as a trusted advisor. So do you believe me that there was an alien or not? You, I believe in a lot of crazy shit. Look at this. <laughs> Verka opens up the interior pocket of his blazer, and there's like a huge Scientology <laughs> pamphlet. But that's for my private business, not sanctioned by Waylon Utani. Anyway, Ellen, can I call you Ellen? You may not. Can I call you kiddo, even <laughs> though you're like 10 years my senior? Absolutely, you may not. You're 22 years old and curly-haired. Can I call you fire pussy? You know what? I'm just going to continue to talk to the Marine. Hi, so I'm Lieutenant Gorman. <laughs> anyway, uh, you're the only person who's seen these uh, supposed xenomorphs, and uh, we'd really like to have you on board. If you do this, the company's willing to overlook how you blew up an entire mining station of theirs and probably killed your crew members. And if I refuse? Well, there's always this. <laughs> Lieutenant Gorman... <laughs> Holds up a picture of <laughs> the spike slide. <laughs> oh, were you thinking, are you holding up the spike slide? Because I thought I was supposed to do the threat. Oh, I'm sorry, Burke. You got? Can you trump spike slide? What do you got in your deck? <laughs> well, I've just started to undo my torso bandages, but I'll start doing them back up if I'm not required anymore. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, Ripley, it will go poorly for you were you to refuse this mission. That's all I'm saying. Ripley looks deep into Berg's eyes. We're just going to observe, right? Not to collect, not to weaponize an alien. You got to look, but you ain't allowed to touch. <laughs> look, I'm fucking... Fine, I'll do it. Smash what? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) Smash wipe to Ripley's bedroom, which actually is just uh, Ripley's teensy tiny apartment, and she's folded down like the old 1940s style black and white, like making fun of New York apartment Murphy bed stuff. Mm -hmm. She's folded down an ironing board from the wall and is sleeping on that. Pretty good, Mark. Thanks. Anyway... (laughs) Ripley wakes up in a cold sweat uh, from a nightmare. Oh, I had that dream again where I was 
living in a small Chicago apartment that I still had to pay 850 fucking dollars a month for, even though it was one bedroom, and the landlord never showed up when the water went out overnight. She picks up her free copy of The Onion and dabs her forehead. <laughs> there are a few advantages. <laughs> I agree, says the alien next to her in bed. Whoa! <gasps> Ripley she- wakes up again. Fake out from the nake out. Oh, but fortunately she has... A few more clothes on than at the end of the original Ridley Scott movie. <laughs> yeah, nobody sleeps naked in space anymore. No, it's cold in space. Yeah. And nobody El- can hear you cream. Oh, boy. <laughs> Elton John taught us that. Uh, anyway, suddenly Ripley's iPhone lights up. It's FaceTime. Uh, what did I butt dial you or did you call me due to I a nightmare? I didn't call you, sir. And can you wipe off the I can't see anything through the steam on the screen? I'm with a pervert. Give me a steam. (laughs) What can I do for you, sir? Um, The question is, what can the company do for you? I've just uh, spoken with my my supervisor. My voice. (laughs) Look, we're doing a lot of poppers. Anyway. (laughs) Those plosives are killing us, sir. You know, amyl nitrate, you into that shit? (laughs) No. It's the 80s. I'm going to hang up now, huh? Wait. Okay. Ripley, are you in? Yes, didn't I answer you? Did you? Before I went to sleep? What did you say? I said yes, I'm coming. Prank to- caller, prank caller. <laughs> Brick <laughs> hangs up <laughs> on this unnecessary scene. <laughs> A smash wipe. Two, the interior of the Sulaco. The Sulaco is a brand new spaceship. It's a huge military vessel shaped like a futuristic machine gun flying through outer space. And we see its cryosleep chamber. This is a big old chamber. Big enough for like a whole 12-person battalion of space marines. Dude, it should be simpler if it was just like maybe two space marines in here. Well, you know what? Little trivia. It is actually only two space marines. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have enough budget for the set, so they put mirrors up to make it look bigger. Did they really? They did. And also, to save on budget, the space marines all share only two voices. No, they don't. They have a lot of voices. They do, no. There's a lot of colorful one-dimensional characters no. in this movie. And we're going to explore... One of them sounds like this, and the other one sounds like this, and that's all. We're going to explore each and every one of them, <laughs> including Drake and Frost. Oh, no. <laughs> and Wisniewski. And Bulbasaur. Bulba, Bulba. <laughs> and Gollum. If I forget anybody's voice, I'm just going to have them do the Pokemon thing where they just repeat their own name over and over again. Wisniewski, Wisniewski. (laughs) I mean, really? For this movie? That's pretty much all you need. They only exist to get ed up by aliens. Ed up from the head up. Ed up Fitzgerald. Burned it. Now you're going to be struggling at the puns section at the end of the episode. I used up all my puns. I used up all my puns. (laughs) Um... Attention, passengers, sleep's over, bitches. Time to wake up. Oh, thank goodness. There's this uh, very masculine uh, AI on this ship. I'm tired of having all those pussy robot AIs from those other ships that talk in Cockney accents or whatever. Yeah, you hicks, you're always being so tough all the time. Jeez, I'm high. My name's Hudson. Mm, this is a bullshit fucking sleep place. Yeah, that's us, Hicks and Hudson. Who are basically very tough, I would say. Would you describe that as a character hey descriptor man, of us? I try to be tough, but I'm more of a comedic type guy who might freak out, man. <laughs> Easy enough to remember. What about all the rest of our crewmates? <laughs> we see the rough and tumble space marines. They're certainly not kind of flabby actors just pretending to be real tough. Hey, it's me, rough and tumble. The... I learned a lot of tricks in Vietnam, but the one trick I didn't learn was how to have a relationship. Hi, it's me, One Eye. As you can see, I got both my eyes, but I got a third eye in me hand. That's why they call me One Eye. (laughs) Hi, it's me, Lady Marine. I'm tough, and it's basically the same as everybody else, but get this, I'm a fucking lady. Hi, I'm Marine Biologist. (laughs) 
I think I've been transferred here on accident. Hello, it's me, bioluminescent algae, and I am certainly not supposed to be here. I think I'm supposed to be in some sort of greenhouse somewhere. Hi, I'm David Duchovny. <laughs> not that David Duchovny. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, this is entirely the wrong cryo chamber. <laughs> the entire chamber is jettisoned out of the side of Sulaco. Whoa! Thank goodness we got out of there before that chamber was jettisoned. Hicks? Uh, hey, man, I'm Hudson, man. Oh, shoot. You're the, Hicks, man. Uh, the, uh, Hicks was the kind of tougher one, man. Uh, listen, I, we just came out of cryo sleep. I'm a little discombobulated. Oi. Uh, sure. <laughs> Bagosh. <laughs> All right. Um, hey, man. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the cryo chamber. <laughs> Ripley wakes up from her weird dream about, <laughs> about all sorts of Marines. Two Marines pop out of Ripley's chest cavity and turn to her. <laughs> hey, we represent responsibility. Bo. <laughs> Bo. I'm Bo Dameron. <laughs> okay. <coughs> Uh, we see the space marines waking up from the cryo sleep chambers. Uh, they're a, a real ragtag bunch of uh, powerful, <laughs> powerful personalities. Hey, give they, me back that asshole. They, <laughs> they get up and they no, immediately start doing back, like push-ups and chin-ups. Uh, one guy was sleeping with a cigar in his mouth. He immediately lights it. This is obviously Sergeant Apone. Hi, I'm Cigarney Weaver. The most badass of his troop of badasses. I feel like you didn't hear me, but I'll repeat it. My, my name is Cigarney Weaver, and I'm a talking cigar. <laughs> yeah, that's right, sweetheart. Now get in my fucking mouth. All right, fair enough. I just wanted to make sure I was being appreciated. All right, five minutes till lights up, motherfuckers. Now get out of get out of the bunk. I love the Marine Corps. All right, I got a grudge and respect for you. I got a grudge and respect for you. Too. Hey, S.A., I'm kind of a Latina character, oh, but no. I'm actually played oh, by a real white lady. Good hair, man. My name is Vasquez. Uh, Ripley starts hammering on the eject button. <laughs> Hey, Vasquez, did anyone ever mistake you for a middle-aged white man? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Vasquez pulls out her dick. <laughs> I wear this around so no motherfuckers try to grab me by the pussy. Hell yeah, it's 57 years in the future. We're cool about shit like that. Oh, jeez, I can't grab no one by the pussy, <laughs> says Donald Trump the third. <laughs> the Marines leapfrog each other down the uh, hallway. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> Jeez, Mario, slow down. <laughs> to the uh, uh, the kitchen. To the mess hall. The mess hall, I'm sorry. Oh, golly, I. Yeah, we should really use the nautical terms. The nautical. Yeah, we got really into Stern and Bow last time. I mixed them up. Well, I've read uh, 15 out of the 20 Aubrey and Maturin books since the last time we recorded. I don't know what that is. Is that Master and Commander? That's Master and Commander to That's you. a real stepdad oh, book. Oh, did you see the movie? Did you see the movie, Mark? Is that <clears throat> they call it the Master and Commander series? No, my fucking stepfather, who is a Navy officer, reads that Master and Commander shit and yeah, drinks that whiskey. Step forward Great. You all should read books about Napoleonic Wars. Yeah, and say things to your stepson like, not on your best day. Not a good on your best day, That's Mark. a little more British than my American naval officer and stepfather. Yet I'm still disappointed in you, just like the Queen would be. Look, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I'm 36. <laughs> anyway, uh, they're in the galley. Oh ho, and up she rises. Oh ho, and up she rises. Oh ho, and up she rises. Oh, uh, hello everyone. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ripley, very perplexed. Suddenly, uh, the sea shanty <laughs> nautical British guy throws his concertina aside <laughs> and scurries out of the room. I can see well I'm not needed anymore. Well, that's a shame. I was just watching. Old scurvy Pete do a funny dance. Oh, motherfucker. Ripley hauls back and punches <coughs> the uh, android-looking motherfucker Ding. who has just wandered into her field of vision. Oof. I'm not... No one told... Where's... Where's... What's his name? Where's O'Brien? Or Burke? Where is O'Brien, first of all? Oh, boy. 
Hi, it's me, Carter Burke. I'm sorry. Cryosleep is pretty hard on a 25-year-old body like mine. Burke, you didn't tell me that there would be an android on this ship. Oh, are you a racist against synthetic humans? Uh, considering that the last android tried to kill me and the rest of my crew, yeah. You could say I'm a little bit racist against androids. What are you trying to say, S.A.? Just because one member you of can a- g- You can keep it. Just please keep it <laughs> under wraps right there. I think is a good... Well, Ripley, I don't really understand what you're trying to do here. I'm not sure about this one, but you maybe need to pipe down as well. <laughs> oh, jeez, Ripley, it's me, Hicks, over here. Is All this, right, that's is, just... You know, we're far enough away from the time sure, when Italians were viewed as... Okay Although, yeah. that is fine, okay? What about me, tatooie, tatooie, tatooie? <laughs> oh, there's O'Brien. <laughs> Hi, now did someone say my name, or is this an open airlock over here? <laughs> nope, didn't need you, O'Brien. Oh, no, well, it turns out it is an open airlock. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> the airlock organically seals itself with modern technology. Hi, it's me, Soybeans. I'm with you on this trip as well. Yes, Soybeans is a great AI. Ripley, look, I know that people have been dicks to you in the past. That doesn't mean I will. Yeah, Ripley, you should uh, uh, let him off the hook a little bit. Look what he can do. Here, uh, uh, what's your name, Lance Hedrickson? Get over here. I'll Please this... call me Bishop because religion is funny to a robot. <laughs> okay, Bishop, here, take this knife and do that thing with my fingers that you do. Okay. Bishop takes his knife <laughs> and throws it up in the air, catching it perfectly over and over again while sucking on Hudson's fingers. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> Feels yeah. good? Don't... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I see a little poke coming through. <laughs> Ripley on you. looks on in horror <laughs> at the changed sexual mores. What is this, old man's war? Vasquez has nothing to say. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I guess I can get used to <laughs> these alternative lifestyles. <laughs> but you stay the fuck away from me, Bishop. Mm, yes, Mr. Bishop, I think it would be best if perhaps you mm, kept your distance. Leave room for Jesus, as were. Thank you for calling me Mr. Burke. Mm, you're welcome. I have respect for all. All what? Were you going to say chrome domes? <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> no, I got distracted by thinking about my own genitals. <laughs> Meanwhile, on the flight deck. Um, this is Lieutenant Gorman. Please show up to the flight deck, everyone. You've been told you had five minutes to get up here. I don't know why you went to the mess hall immediately after cryosleep. You're supposed to be... I mean, I'm, in, I'm a new lieutenant, but you respect my authority, everybody. You're a new tenant. Pretty good. <laughs> the uh, Marines laugh and grab each other's asses on the way to uh, the flight deck. Grab my ass. <laughs> no, don't grab my ass, though. Somebody grab. Don't. Pop. Pop. <laughs> <laughs> Too hard. <laughs> the Marines all gather in a uh, loose assemblage of friends and co-workers they joke crudely with each other about genital size and strength volume <laughs> and density. <laughs> now, we've all had a good time. Uh, but listen, come on, everybody. Okay, everybody. Uh, uh, eyes up here, please. It's me, Lieutenant Gorman. Now, uh, we have, uh, as you may notice, we have a non-military personnel on the uh, flight with us today. Take uh, off your top, Gorman! That's Burke right over there. Oh, yeah. I want to welcome him to the crew. Not 100% sure why he's here. Fuck you, S.A. <laughs> Vasquez, you are a Marine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to ask you to keep it down. Okay. Uh, but over here, we have our uh, special advisor, uh, Ellen Ripley. Let's give her a warm welcome to the bridge. Hoorah! <laughs> Semperfy! <laughs> okay, don't, please. <laughs> Hi, uh, Ellen Ripley here. Um, look, you guys seem like a bunch of real hard ass grunts or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you're damn right, we're grunts, man. The Fucking. Marines. What? The Marines ringingly <laughs> slap each other's asses. Uh, the echoes begin to reverberate in the crowded cabin. The butterfly effect. <laughs> it loosens screws in the side of the Sulaco, which will eventually pay off. Uh, yeah. Chekhov's buns. Would you care for a complimentary bun? Uh, no, Chekhov. We have no need of oh, your services right now. Is this an open airlock? Oh! <laughs> Anyway, uh, so yeah, there's a lot of open airlocks on that <laughs> ship. Like, okay, guys. We have an open airlock policy. Guys, look, a fucking xenomorph destroyed my entire crew. 
just one of those things. So I hope you're as badass as you claim to be, because all it takes is one screw-up, and we're all dead. Do you understand? No. I got a quick question. <laughs> yeah. What? Go ahead. Hobart. That's me, Hobart. <laughs> now listen, what's a xenomorph? Oh, jeez. Don't you know what a fucking xenomorph is? Ain't you studied Latin like the rest of us space marines? Yeah, simplify. And all that, uh, you know, Warhammer shit. <laughs> now, I, uh, read the xenomorph. I uh, could climb inside your skin, and, uh, when uh, nobody knows that you're secretly a xenomorph, but then, uh, at a certain point, it hops out and jumps and turns into a dog and then eats another person. The Yoda-Bill Cosby hybrid is correct. A xenomorph will parasitically impregnate male or female humans, and then, oh boy, <laughs> talk about a human pinata. Hey, Vasquez. Bishop's eyebrows go up and down, totally unaware of how culturally insensitive he's being. Uh, yes, that's uh, to a certain extent what happens and. Thank you all for explaining it from a certain point of view. <laughs> Who are you? Oh, is this an open air? Oh! <laughs> yes, hello, first time listener, last time caller. Yes? Is this an open air lock? <laughs> yes, yes, it is. All right, smell you later. Was that regular Bill Cosby? <laughs> what? Wrigleyville Cosby? No, that's that filler right behind you. Hey. <laughs> anyway. Look, just keep your heads screwed on and stop fucking around. These aliens will kill you. Ripley out. Ripley drops the mic. <laughs> Let us if we don't kill them first. <laughs> All right, sweethearts. You heard the lady. Now fucking clip your visors and put your visors. Everybody get it. I want to see you. Look into my eye and other marine things. Get your asses up. Uh, we got 20 minutes till squad screw down. The marines. <laughs> the marines look around at each other, chopping off any parts of their bodies that could be considered unmasculine. <laughs> And uh, front flip down the hallway back to the barracks. <laughs> Fade cut. Flight deck. Later. We see the Marines all scooching about the old hangar. Oh, yeah. This is like a montage sequence. Montage. Yeah. They're putting ammo into crates and nailing it shut and painting ammo on the side of it. There's people welding stuff for no apparent reason. Welding and unwelding stuff. <laughs> hey, unweld that. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> There's like drug sniffing dogs that are barking at different boxes. <laughs> uh, Ellen Ripley walks over and uh, taps old affable Sergeant Apone on the shoulder. Hello. What can I do for you, Aiden Ripley? That's not a phone. It is me. <laughs> Hi, um, Sergeant. You can stop doing that soothing voice. I know you're you're pretty tough, badass. Uh, look, I just feel like uh, I'm I was a pilot. Hey, now who the hell is that? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh no! Who are you talking to, Ellen Ripley? Oh no, Skinwalkers! <laughs> <laughs> Apone pulls out his sidearm and discharges it into the fake Apone. It dissolves into a mound of cotton candy. <laughs> you gotta be real careful on a ship like this one. Anyway, Ellen, what can I do for you? Whoa. <laughs> Ellen nudges the pile of warm cotton candy with her boot. Ooh, that's the most I've felt in years. <laughs> Um, anyway, I was going to say, I used to be a pilot. Isn't there anything I can do? Sure, you can try out that power loader over there. We uh, got to load up six to seven boxes <laughs> on our dropship. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Ripley, used to this old song and dance, gets in to the pretty princess power loader. <laughs> oh, be careful. That is my power loader. Yeah, yeah, Says yeah. check off. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Ripley. This is the checkoff. I needed to say it because I I think that Russian accent's unrecognizable. What is? Mine? No, mine. Wait, why did he have to say anything? Because it's my power loader, Elena Ripley. But a, you can use it. Is this the thing? Oh, because he's the pretty princess? No, because it's Chekhov's power loader. <clears throat> At the end of the movie, she... How hmm. many of my listeners... 
Do you think know about the expression Chekhov's gun? I guarantee you that 99% of your listeners are right now listening to this and being like, mm, I get that reference, uh, Chekhov's gun. If a gun is introduced in the first act, it must be uh, fired by the second or third. How dare you? I understand what How he's doing. How dare you depict my listeners like that? <laughs> They're sweating, hunched in their basements, <laughs> listening to this on their Walkman. I didn't even know that you were releasing this on uh, magnetic tape, but here we are. Weird. And they're shitting themselves over references to intellectual shit. You know what? When you run for mayor, I'm going to straight up uh, Batman Returns you <laughs> and play this on a CD over your mayoral speech. It'll be like, uh, yes, I, Andy North, uh, believe in sticking up for the little guy. They're probably shitting themselves right now, hunched over their Walkman. I don't know how they... The crowd would be on my side. Probably They'd be like shitting laughing. themselves. They'd be laughing and clapping and being like, hey, those... Dice Dojo 11, motherfucker. We're people from Chicago 2047. <laughs> We're mutants. No, they're my kind of people. My kind of town. <clears throat> anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, great. Another power loader. Yeah, I'll hop in. All the men giggle to themselves as she gets into the power loader, which is a giant mechanical suit that sort of looks like one of those, like, fake bodybuilder foam muscle things, mm -hmm. but it's made out of metal, and they all titter to themselves as the little lady gets into the strong suit. <laughs> A professor turns to the other uh, marines and says, Ma, the monster's feminine. <laughs> he polishes his spectacles on his... Uh, flannel shirt <laughs> is that marine biologist yep who's <laughs> there by accident now listen i'm not sure what i should be uh, doing here honestly i wanted to show willing but uh i'm very physically uh incapable <laughs> that's okay marine biologist you're cool in my book here here's a cuttlefish Thank get to work so much. i'm gonna go curl up in the corner with it <laughs> 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 smash wipe two ellen ripley inside the power loader she looks around it for likely looking crates and picks up one called Girl Stuff. <laughs> she picks up the Girl Stuff crate, turns, and with aplomb says, Where do you want it? <laughs> How about up your ass, Ellen Ripley? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> the remaining Marines laugh and slap each other's asses. Salty Phil can't let anyone have a moment of triumph. <laughs> <laughs> Salty Phil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a name for you to dredge up from your subconscious. <laughs> There's an arbitrary number of Marines on this ship, by the way. <laughs> yeah, just enough to get pulverized by aliens. Somewhere between five and twenty-five Marines. There, it's like a in a a quantum state. Yep. Um. Later, eight fifteen p.m. Eight fifteen p.m. Cut. The same place. All of a sudden. Don't you say all of a sudden. <laughs> I won't. Okay. Uh, all the Marines are geared up, and they are running towards the dropship for no apparent reason. Apone is barking motivation after them, and the Marines are all getting into their... Having such a good time, motherfucker. Having a ball. Yes, sir. Tell me now if you want to have a good time. Just give me a call. That's right. Don't Hoorah. Stop me now. Having the Marines, a good time. <laughs> blasting their favorite band, Queen. <laughs> Hop into their uh, various dropship uh, uh, zones. <laughs> Hybrid seat toilets. It's the future. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, man. We're doing a fucking elevator ride straight to hell. Woo! Woo! Why is he joking about this scary experience? Yeah, everyone jokes with a little bit of gallows humor to cover up the fact that they're very nervous about going down to the planet's surface. Except for Hicks, who's asleep. Jeez. What, does nothing phase that guy? What a merc. <laughs> Freddie Mercury, sadly, walks off into the distance. Doesn't anyone care about me? <laughs>